0: What's going on, y'all? This is Kelly Clarkson. Welcome to Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. The very first podcast dedicated to the original idol, Kelly Clarkson. Here are your hosts, Jeremy and Pam. Hey,
1: everyone. Welcome to Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. I am Jeremy.
0: And my name is Pam. And welcome to our first episode of 2021. That's Ah, crazy. We made it. We We made it. Happy New Year. That's insane. Oh, my
1: gosh. Finally, by the way, I'm sure we're like the last people to say it since it's a few days into the year already, but finally it's over and we can have a new year to start blaming for everything. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, We are really excited to bring you all of the stuff that we have planned in 2021 and we are going to start this week uh, with... uh, sort of a an episode that I don't think that Kelly ever would have anticipated that a podcast would ever discuss about her.
0: <laughs> but
1: <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, but we are going to talk about Hollywood Kelly.
0: And this is not to be confused with like Hollywood Week on American Idol. This is No,
1: no. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we could do an hour and a half on Hollywood Week in the grand total of the 5 minutes she was on camera but uh, no this <laughs> is know. uh this is the culmination of all of Kelly's sort of appearances outside of just being a singer she mentioned early on in her career that she really wasn't an actress didn't want to be an actress she always wanted to be a singer but when you are a singer and you have a personality such as hers you're naturally going to be drawn to and requested to act in some things. And so we are going to discuss uh, a whole gamut of things that Kelly has acted in, whether it be where she's playing herself. And she does seem to play sort of herself a lot. Yeah, And uh, then we're going to move on to to competition shows that she's done, uh, various things that she's done in movies, whether it be actually acting in movies. Uh, You know, the one in particular that we're going to bring up and then the uh, copious amount of voice work that she has done. I feel like Kelly has been animated almost as many times as she has been uh, in a film as herself, maybe yeah, even less.
0: Probably. Yeah. Um, She's done a lot of TV stuff, some stuff that, to be honest, while I was looking up, I completely forgot about Um, just yeah. because it's either been a minute or it was. Sort of a minor thing or whatever, but um, there's a lot m- more to uncover than I ever would have thought, especially for someone who truly never wanted to act.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So let's start with uh, Kelly on TV, and we've sort of broken this down a little bit to uh, times that Kelly acted as herself to times when she was somebody else. Now, the first couple that I want to bring up, because I feel like we do need to bring these up. She really I mean, yes, she was acting, but she didn't have any lines or she had very scant (laughs) lines and the appearances are quite short. So first and foremost, I mean, I think most people know that Kelly was a background extra on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Now, she has told the story on the talk show about how her friend was the actor. And she just simply came and hung out with her on set one day, and it was actually an episode that was directed by, help me, Pam, because I have, I keep, I watched, I watched Kelly's episode with Dan Levy last night from the the Kelly Clarkson show, and so in my head I'm thinking Eugene Levy, but no, it was Henry Winkler, that's who it was, Henry Winkler, uh, was the director for the episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and the and I you can kind of it's hard to tell the way that they tell the story because you can't tell if he's goofing around and being silly, and as is she, or if they're being really serious. Where he says, "You just had this like aura about you. You just you looked like someone who you know basically needed to be on camera, and so that's why we put you on camera." and Ultimately, Kelly has a scene where she simply just walks by in the background and, and she
0: made like 50 bucks, she says. yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, she
1: made a she gave a side eye to uh to Sabrina on camera. and so that's sort of the one that most people know of. Uh, there was also another time when there was a short-lived spin-off show called the uh, That Eighties show. And it was a spinoff, obviously, of that '70s show. It was not nearly as good. I mean, it was almost painful to watch. And I know this because I painfully watched the episode that Kelly is in.
0: It's like a only, like it's like, it's like a it's like a club scene, right?
1: Yeah there uh, there is a dad and some kids, and they they're trying to get their dad like to like improve his mood or something, or they're trying to get him to go out and like you know, get back into the dating world or something. And so they take him to this bar and the crux of the, of the scene is that they're trying to, you know, show how ridiculous dancing was in the eighties. And it's a, I mean, it's a very small club. I mean, it was obviously a show that had a very small budget because it looked like a very fake club that was made on a soundstage somewhere. There was probably, I don't know, 15 people in this club and at one point the the primary characters in the show are transitioning from sort of one scene to another in the club and they break it up with a sort of like a quick cut to a dance break and they show and here comes Kelly right into the screen she's wearing like a and Pam this is where I don't know fashion very well she's wearing like a black uh poofy hat and she's I mean she's wearing primarily all black she does this sort of spin uh I don't even think she looks into the camera at all no I think she just sort of yeah she just sort of is dancing she spins by her face goes by I mean it's literally a second and a half if you blink you will miss it and I actually had to go back about three or four times because I watched this it was like a Valentine's Day episode and I watched the whole episode waiting for Kelly to show up and I almost had turned away the second that it happened, but I knew that anytime there was a group on stage, I needed to watch because that was probably when she was going to be there. Uh, But yeah, it goes by really, really quickly. She has no lines. She just does a weird dance move in front of the camera and then they move on to the characters. And I was like, wow, I've sat through 20 minutes of this episode for this. So that was time well spent. (laughs) Uh, The other thing that she has done, and again, Pam, you're going to have to Help me remember this. She, I think it's like a college film or it's some sort of It was pre, small, yeah, pre-idol. It's like a, yeah, it was pre-idol. All of these things oh, are yeah, pre-idol. Are. Yeah, they, these are all, I mean, I think Sabrina and That 80s Show were in 2002. So it was the same year as Idol, but just prior to her audition. Uh, issues 101 is what we're talking about. And this is the earliest, I think, we ever see Kelly on camera and it's a very very short part it looks very almost homemade i don't know if it was a student film or it's what like, it was it's like
0: uh public access quality i don't even yeah. i th- i don't i haven't i have not seen that or thought about that in many years so i don't probably, even really probably remember probably
1: 15 yeah probably 15 <laughs> years that i've even thought about this cuz it cuz it was a big deal because it came out um it was a big conversation about it on the express one day about Somebody found like the footage or the footage ended up on YouTube or something. And so, of course, everyone wants to watch it. Well, and her part consists of all of like two lines, maybe a grand total of like five words that she says. And she's just a, a, you know, college age student or a teenage person at a party and she's having a drink. And I think one of her lines is literally let's go i mean i mean that's it it's so short and unremarkable i don't even i don't even know really know how it ends up like on her imdb page that that she was in this but it sort of is what it is um so those are sort of the early first appearances that we ever get of kelly on tv slash movie
0: question mark
1: (laughs) yeah i don't i don't even know what you categorize uh issues 101 to be but i mean there it is it's it's something it's something that was filmed that included her (laughs) included her face so sure let's let's call it a a movie if we will
0: when when she wins her her tony one year she can thank her uh experience on issues 101
1: yes uh by the way uh she plays the role of crystal in this movie and literally has like just a couple of lines. Um, it's so funny because she is. She, she it's it's a cast of like, you know, people you've never heard of before. You don't know any of them. And then, then right in the middle of the cast, it's like Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> but again, it's uh, it's also actually it is also 2002 um, that it it comes out. I guess it is sort of an actual movie, but it looks so low budget
0: it probably like i don't even i mean it didn't like make like the indie circuit or anything like that like why do i feel like it was probably made for schools (laughs) like as like Like a a, a, like 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 a like a dare kind of thing you know
1: after school special
0: yeah i don't know i'm i'm making this up but yeah it's probably (laughs) on youtube still somewhere you're not missing much though
1: Yeah, you can literally Google or put in YouTube, Kelly Clarkson Issues 101, and you will get the literal five-second clip that she's in the movie. Uh, Okay, so we had to get those out of the way, but now we want to go on to talking more about some of her actual television appearances. And I'll I'll put you a little bit on the spot, Pam, because I I, I think I want to have you pick your favorite that she's done. Now, this— because there's some that she has done that have focused specifically on her. So like cautionary christmas tale that came out a few years ago, uh the holiday special that she did when she put out wrapped in red. Uh that one is sort of that was based around her. It's all about her. Whereas when you have her as, you know, a guest star on The Morning Show on Apple TV Plus or you have her on uh The Crazy Ones or that that uh, prank show damage control. These are the ones that, these are the ones about
0: damage control. That was not on my list.
1: How did you forget about damage control?
0: Italian stallion. Wow.
1: Yes. The Italian stallion. So if you, okay, so we'll start there. If you haven't seen it, it's this, uh, it's this prank show that was sort of like a, it was like a wannabe punked show. And the, the premise was, is that parents were uh were taken out of of a, of a home situation with their kids and they were they go behind the scenes and they pull an elaborate prank on their kid and they have to bet what their kid is going to do in a scenario and everything that they get right they get money and so in this scenario this kid is left home alone the, the parents mentioned that a washing machine repairman is coming over to the house and the repairman comes over and he comes to the door and Kelly is with him and she's dressed in you know the repair woman outfit and he's like this is Kelly uh Clarkson and the guy's like what the singer <laughs> and her excuse for why she's there is that she's researching for a role uh where she has to be a plumber or a repair person yeah.
0: Oh my god, and, I forgot about this.
1: <laughs> so she comes into the house and the whole premise is that they they completely destroy this washing machine. The kid like doesn't know what to do, but it's, you know, it's Kelly Clarkson in his house destroying a washing machine. And she's like banging on it. He's like, "Look, she's learning. Just let her do what she needs to do. I'll come back tomorrow and fix this." And she's just got like a a wrench or, or a hammer, and she's just beating the snot out of this washing machine. It's it's very early, Kelly. Too. I want to say it's like two thousand four. I think two thousand four. Okay. I think. Yeah. yeah it's, it's yeah. It's very early in her career, and she <laughs> she at one point she gets the guy to go into the living room and dance. And she's like, she's trying to do like the flash dance thing. So she's like flicking water on them. And then at one point she just starts to like throw water all around and she starts dancing like a maniac. It's, it's adorable. First of all, to watch, because you you remember just how like sweet and innocent she was back then (laughs) with, with her, just her naivete about, you know, anything. She just didn't care. She was just wanting to have fun. And so, uh, so then at the end of it, uh, you know, Kelly leaves. She tells the guy, thank you. Well, I was going to say, did
0: you mention the Italian stallion blind?
1: Yeah. She, at, at some point she, she tells while the guy they're dancing. he's awesome. Yeah. While they're dancing. Uh, she's like, you're an Italian stallion. And then she's like, he's hot. <laughs> this guy is just like, he's, he. you can tell that he just has absolutely no idea what's going on. He's got a very popular singer in his house tearing up his washing machine and making her dance <laughs> making him dance it's so uh great. and then uh so that's sort of Kelly's whole part of the of the bit but it's really really funny again that's something you can look up on YouTube uh it's just adorable to see her wow. you know knowing the way that she is now and then thinking about her acting in that manner is really really funny and i feel like she should bring something like that to the talk show uh, oh my god i, I am hilarious.
0: 99.9% sure she probably forgot that exists so I would love for someone oh, yeah. to bring this back to, to her attention.
1: Wow. For sure. Wow. Uh so that's uh one of the funnier times that she shows up on TV. I think one of my favorite though is I have two favorites. There is when she was on The Crazy Ones, which was a Robin Williams comedy. It was Robin Williams and Sarah Michelle Geller. And it was all about this ad agency that was run by Robin Williams. I believe Sarah Michelle Geller plays his daughter I in think the show. So. Is I that right? So. And in the pilot episode, Kelly is the guest star and they have a big client in McDonald's, and they are needing to come up with a new ad campaign for them. And they also find out that Kelly wants to, they want to work with Kelly. They think they've got you know something for her but she's like look I'm not a jingle singer um but I want to like remake my image and I wanted to like sing about sex and it is so funny because she <laughs> plays it for somebody again who did not want to be an actress she plays this so well she is so like deadpan you she, she looks so serious about it and she does this whole scene with one of the guys from the ad agency they're singing in a in a studio and she's trying to get all like sexy about a jingle for McDonald's. She
0: like almost like she doesn't like almost rubs him down a little bit. It's like a very lo- oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's a lot, but it's it's so great. Oh it yeah, ain't, it's wait, hilarious. And there's like a line it ain't the meat it's the motion or something and yeah. I'm like, "Oh <laughs> my god." <laughs>
1: It's just it is so out of character for who she is. And again, you know, she plays it so well because there's the scene in the recording studio and then there's another scene where she's out to dinner with Robin Williams and the and the other character whose name I forget. But she's actually had the other character guy. He was he ended up being in the I think it's HBO series Watchmen. She had him on the Kelly Clarkson show and they reminisce a little bit about this scene that they did in uh, the crazy ones. But uh, she's just so good in this episode. I just I actually really bought it. I was like, wow, she actually can pull off like legitimate, you know, actress. Um, even Again, even though she sort of has always said that that's not who she is. So that's one of my favorite performances. My other favorite is sort of I mean, it's a given because she does a lot of singing in it. And also because this was one of my favorite shows while it was on. And that was when I know where uh, you're going with on, this. And this
0: is definitely mine.
1: This is when she was on American Dreams. Oh, just kidding. I lied. Oh, this was not what you were thinking.
0: No. Go ahead.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, she, uh, she did two appearances on American Dreams. The show only lasted three seasons. We actually talked about this a little bit uh last uh, last year i guess we can say now in our uh, christmas episode where she played the role of peggy lee and in one episode uh she sings a regular peggy lee song and then the other one or excuse me brenda lee sorry brenda lee she sings a brenda lee song in in the uh, in season 2 and then in season 3 she comes back and does her version of rocking around the christmas tree and but she does have a little bit of acting that she has to do and it was really good. And I, and I loved that show so much and I, and I loved that she was in it and she of course, you know, does a great job in it. So those are my sort of two favorite uh, TV appearances that she's done.
0: My two favorites that are not those, cause those are both fantastic. Um, I think an obvious one is, is the Reba episode. Um, I just think, yep. you know, she played a weather or aspiring weather girl and name Kelly
1: And have you noticed, by the way, that she ends up getting cast as Kelly in a lot of things?
0: Yes. I mean, even when she's not playing,
1: (laughs) even when she's not playing herself, she still gets named Kelly. Because that happened in The Crazy Ones. I believe she is playing herself, although I don't know if they ever actually refer to her as Kelly Clarkson. I think they
0: They, do. Do they? I think I know they they call her by
1: name. They do call her by name by Kelly, but I don't remember if they actually say her full name. Uh, they do refer to her as America's sweetheart, which I do totally uh, subscribe to. Uh, yes. But yeah, in Reba, her name is Kelly. Obviously, in from Justin to Kelly, she's Kelly, although she's Kelly Taylor. Um, so I just think it's funny that there's not a lot of imagination when it comes to these shows that have her on as an actress, and they just name her Kelly.
0: They <laughs> <laughs> just name her Kelly. Um, yeah, the Reba thing. I mean, I feel like most fans. It's probably her one of her most popular acting roles. Um, yeah. It did leave me, because I never watched Reba, and that was before, I mean, at that time, they had not toured together. Mm-hmm. I don't think Crossroads had come out yet, but she had done the CMT Giants performance. So I think the episode came out early 2007, um, and I had never watched the show before. And then after I watched it, I was like, wait, this is actually genuinely a really funny show. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. I wasn't even like a huge Reba fan at the time. Um, so which like led me to like buy like the season that Kelly was part of on DVD. So I have that. Nice. (laughs) Um, it's, 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 it's cute. I'm sure most people who've, who are listening have probably watched it or have seen clips of it on YouTube. Um, she is really dorky and Reba ends up not liking her for most of the episode. And then they finally make up at the end. Um, Yeah.
1: Doesn't she she do this weird thing where she like pops up out of nowhere in a window or something? Yes.
0: And she does like bird, like bird signals. And then she like does a cartwheel with a sandwich in her mouth. Yes. You don't actually see See, her do the cartwheel, but she mentions it.
1: But I mean, see like she's funny. She is very funny in the acting roles that she does. I think she doesn't give herself enough credit and she's done that with, I mean, she's gotten more of those opportunities when she does kind of some of the sillier skits with the TV show. That I think that she actually needs to give herself more uh, props for the acting work that she does, because she is actually very talented and very funny.
0: Yeah. And one of one of my favorite appearances she did, and I I'm counting down to the day where she does this again, is when she acted the very first time she performed on Saturday Night Live. And they actually had her do some skits um, mm-hmm. The first one is when she's on the subway and she is um, pretending to be a blind homeless girl, and she mm-hmm. um, she sings and it's incredible. And then I think it's Jason Bateman who gives her um, money quotes, but it actually ends yeah. up being a Burger King for C. And she basically <laughs> like beats him up with her cane off the off the subway.
1: She uh, she can tell, even though she's blind, she like yeah. reaches into the cup and she's like.
0: How- Cheat, a burger- homeless girl.
1: <laughs> she's like this is a burger king receipt and he's like so can't believe how she can tell
0: and then the other one which i thought was incredible oh yeah is this is lady olestra
1: lady olestra oh my god
0: she's wearing basically like a corset and like a denim skirt and she is dating i think it's horatio sands mm-hmm. and um she basically sings a song to him. It's uh, what's the, what's who's who sings the original song tonight? Tonight uh, I celebrate. Uh, what the hell? Oh, who sings that? It's a it's a oh. she's she's like covering someone or sampling whatever.
1: Oh, I don't. Uh, I can't remember.
0: Because for a while I thought the Lady O'Leaster song was like a Saturday Night original. Um, <laughs> tonight I celebrate my love for you. Hold my on, who sings this?
1: Uh, it's a it's a duet. kebo
0: Bryson and Ro- um, roberta flack okay okay yeah yeah okay she like switches up the lyrics to make it relevant and it's super silly but it's really funny it's definitely if it's not on youtube i think weirdly enough it's on like vimeo i don't know why okay. i know that i think because i've like tried looking <laughs> this up many times before um yeah but i really would love to see her do more snl skits especially she, with and- like kate mckinnon oh my god i would die Yes, I love her.
1: Well, and of course, we all know that NBC stands for nothing but Clarkson. And so it's actually amazing that she has not been asked back to host slash musical guest on SNL
0: in years, Um,
1: in years. Yeah. I mean, she's done a couple of performances as, you know, just the musical guest. And and I think it was just this one appearance that she did skits. Yep. Uh, on the actual show, mm-hmm. but uh, the other times she's only just been the musical guest. But, yeah, I think it by this point how I thought for sure the first year of the talk show, I thought for sure they would have her on as a guest. And maybe they couldn't because, you know, SNL tapes in New York and the the Kelly Clarkson show tapes in L.A., and you know you can't take her away from the from the show for a week just to yeah. do SNL. So I don't know if there's you know a way that she can do it at any point. That could very well be the one and only sticking point. It's just she can't do uh, the the cross country travel. Maybe they'll have to do a a series of the shows where she's in New York or something so that she can make. Fine it work. by me. <laughs> yeah, I bet it would be. <laughs>
0: you can finally go see it. In- in 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 person one day, one she day. can
1: do like she can set up her set in Central Park, yeah, and she can have big like you know outdoor shows. Tape you know five or six.
0: Totally, totally doable. Yeah, Um, but yeah, so, so
1: I I I do love Lady Olestra, and in fact, I remember, and you're gonna have to help me with the dates on that of when she was on February uh, of
0: 2005 because I'm weird. Okay.
1: <laughs> um i i do remember around the time because okay so february 2005 would have been probably uh that would have been hazel eyes tour addicted tour like around that time and so or no maybe it could have no february 2005 that would have been still breakaway tour uh but either way um I remember people holding up signs at the shows saying Lady Olestra. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, of course, back when we could still bring signs into shows. But uh, I do remember seeing on the Breakaway Tour, and I think even so far into the, the Hazel Eyes Tour, Uh, seeing signs for for Lady Alestra.
0: Yeah. I have two other very quick honorable mentions as far as TV goes, and then maybe Mm -hmm. we will probably move on to the next category. One you very briefly mentioned was The Morning Show. She did – She it was a very brief role. She performed Heat on – as herself on a fake – morning show essentially yeah she was just a
1: she was a musical yeah. guest on a morning show
0: it's such a great show though by the way you should totally oh my it god out. it's so good so good if you get, haven't watched it get your one week free apple tv trial like i did and then binge uh-huh. it all in one week <laughs> so, <you don't> <laughs> 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 so then you have to pay for it uh, there you just, go just kidding and the other one which a lot of people forget which is uh kind of the uh b b or i don't even know the, it's
1: this it's the second uh, tier second choice when you're looking for uh, sketch comedy
0: yes it is called mad tv which i don't think is on anymore no it was right after i i think right after she won idol right it was right after yeah it, yeah she still had mad the TV, really chunky highlights still
1: yeah and mad tv was a fox it was fox's answer to saturday night live
0: yeah and she did a skit where like she kind of pretended to have a british accent at one point Um, she's in just like a dark room. I only really remember the premise, but she's like getting interviewed, I think. Yeah. I think she's acting as self, but.
1: Yeah. I don't think I've even seen it since it aired.
0: Yeah. It, that's on YouTube as well. It's like kind of funny, but SNL is, was way funnier. So. Definitely. Um, another appearance that Kelly did as Kelly, um, was her appearance on Nashville, the TV show in 2014. And she yes. – if I remember correctly, she was um, – basically she met with two of the two of the, the the stars, um, Gunner and Scarlet. It's been a minute since I've watched the show. And she basically – I'm well, amazed
1: you remember this much.
0: I cheated a little bit. I may have looked this up. Because, <laughs> like, I used to watch Nashville a lot, but then as soon as Connie Burton left, I was like, bye. Um, anyway. Yeah. But – they uh, kelly wanted the two of them to write together and cuz they're they're an amazing writing team and i think they ultimately said no because one of them didn't want to work with each other but um kelly does also perform a song on there as well um i don't know if it's on youtube but it i think it was an abc show so i'm sure you can probably find it on their website um it was just, it was a pretty short appearance but it was it was nice and a nice little footnote to add to her resume
1: all right so uh while we're still on tv let's talk a little bit about uh animated tv because she has done a couple of things uh that have been just tv related Uh, you have down here uh king of the hill i don't remember this
0: yeah king of the hill i like actually like within the last year i like watched it um and i remember i posted it on like i don't know like on instagram or whatever and i had a few people being like i don't remember this and i'm like well it's really only about a 20 second clip. So oh. I think it was around 2003. She voiced herself. It was entirely her. And the premise is Bobby, who is like the son on the show. He, mm-hmm. um, he basically is training for like a quiz bowl and he's like the pop culture expert and he's studying so much and he gets super overwhelmed and he, he's in like a Walmart kind of store where they have like the big like TVs on the screen. And I don't know. It's probably one of those like TMZ shows that comes on and there's all these like, s- like just pop culture references that come on TV. And then suddenly Kelly comes on. Hi, I'm Kelly Clarkson. I'm the first winner of American Idol. And then she basically does like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon with all these different celebrities. The point is, is that he, this kid Bobby gets so influx with pop culture information on the spot that he just passes out in the middle of the store. It's a really weird <laughs> biggly- thing.
1: Yeah, I vaguely remember this now now that you're you're discussing the premise of the show because that does sound familiar to me. Uh there is a, another animated show that I actually want to applaud uh and that was when Kelly was on the Christmas special for Phineas and Ferb. Uh it, this was on the Disney Channel and the reason I applaud this is because they never had her sing. Yes. Now obviously like- Obviously, she didn't sing on uh, King of the Hill either, but she was actually she shows up in multiple periods in this uh, this Christmas special. And the joke sort of is, is that she comes over to a cabin and they're like, oh, my gosh, it's Kelly Clarkson. And at one point they're like, do you want to sing a song? And she's like, no, you know, no, thanks. You know, you guys can sing. And then. uh at some point, she's like, you know what? Actually, I do kind of feel like singing. They're like, no, no, we don't want you to have to come here and do work. And so then they just like have her just around uh, and she doesn't actually end up singing at all. But it was just funny that she was in this show and they never actually have her sing because it seems like anytime she gets put into a show, they always go to her best skill and that's to sing. Uh, it's very rare, actually. You know, that they don't have her sing, you know, they had her sing in the morning show and SNL and um, the crazy ones. And so it was actually a little refreshing to hear it, although I will say that I went back and rewatched the Phineas and Ferb because I, I hadn't seen it, I think, since it actually aired because I we had all her. knew. Cause they, cause they pumped it up. They're like, you know, special guest, Kelly Clarkson. And so we, you know, we watch it and I'm like, okay, that was cute. Whatever. I hadn't watched it since. And so I rewatched it last night and I was, the first thing I could think of was this does, this doesn't sound like her anymore. It's just, I don't know if her voice has changed so much. And I think it's only maybe, I don't know, less than 10 years old.
0: Yeah. It was maybe, so maybe I don't know the exact year, but I was going to say maybe around 2013 ish. No.
1: So it was just funny to uh, it was actually it was 2011. That's what 2011. Was. Okay. Yeah, but I was just like, man, this does not sound like her at all. <laughs> but I guess that's what you get when you are a uh, voice actor. Yeah. All right, is there anything else we uh, we want to cover for for Kelly's uh TV acting?
0: I don't think so. I think we got most of it down.
1: All right. Well, if she's not acting on TV, she's probably hosting something because that seems to be what Well, especially NBC, but a lot of people want Kelly to do these days is to host everything. She has, let's see, we're on three or four Billboard Music Awards.
0: She's done three.
1: Okay. And she has hosted, obviously, her own show. She did the Cautionary Christmas Tale, which was sort of a musical uh, sketch comedy hosting type of a show. So we, we sort of throw that under all of those umbrellas. What's the what's the next show that is that she's hosting? I've I've I remember seeing the promo for it and I you and I like were talking a couple weeks ago over social media about it, or we we texted about it.
0: Did we I'm literally on her Twitter because I was I forgot who I was telling this to, but I've been like kind of like overwhelmed by how much she's been like by her, I mean her team has been tweeting about how much she's doing. I'm like guys, I can't keep up with every single appearance that she's been doing lately. It's like every day, <laughs> aside from the talk show, she's been doing something on TV. And I'm like, oh, my God. So that's a great question. And I am actually pulling it up myself.
1: And then back at the uh, the end of December, right before Christmas, she hosted Radio.com's Holiday Music Festival. And that had people like uh, Megan Trainor and Dan and Shay and Lady A and Machine Gun Kelly, those sorts of acts. So it just seems like, and obviously never mind. you know, the, the talk show itself is a completely separate thing. This is where I'm like, oh man, I don't know if I want to have her hosting everything. Cause first of all, and maybe this is the, the overlying question that surrounds this whole episode. And maybe it's the question that we ask the listeners is, are we worried that we're starting to get a Kelly Clarkson burnout? Not, not necessarily her per se, cause we know how much she loves to work. Are we getting to the point where the audience like America is going to start getting sick of seeing Kelly hosting everything? Because they did that with Ellen where they were having Ellen host everything and she was everywhere and overexposed. And it happens to a couple of different celebrities every so often. Every couple of years, you'll get that one hot celebrity who is, you know, has a big movie or you know has a big pop culture moment. And then suddenly they're hosting everything. Um, and so I'm just wondering if we are in the midst of that right now for Kelly.
0: Um, I'm not sure because, yeah, she she really is everywhere. She has that. She has the voice, even though she's not quote unquote hosting the voice. She is yeah. on there, and you know, I don't know if it's a burnout because I hate to say this, but I feel like people don't necessarily watch regular TV as much as they did five, ten years ago. Whereas maybe like Ellen was which, doing which all true. this stuff, which um, is true. I think, I don't know. Um, I feel like I may have a biased opinion on this. I think we both well, do. Well, of course, because we,
1: we always love to see every time she shows up anywhere, but and especially around the holidays, it seemed like she was popping up on every holiday special. You know, she was in, you the know- Broadway The Broadway thing. Per, the Broadway thing and the lighting of the Christmas tree and-
0: And Fallon.
1: And of course, you know, obviously she's got a, a holiday single that she's trying to promote, but- She was showing up a lot of places for somebody who really just had one Christmas single and, okay, technically two Christmas singles, but really she was just promoting one. Uh, To have those um, and have her showing up everywhere, I mean, it was like, wow, there was a lot of Kelly happening around the holidays. And that's another thing that I worry about is, like, I don't want – Kelly to become like a Mariah Carey where later in her career she just basically becomes synonymous with Christmas and that's the only time they ever pull her out of mothballs I
0: don't think that's gonna happen I think she has like I think she has so many hits that people are I don't I don't think she's gonna be known as the Christmas person I'd really I I, that I doubt I think it is hard
1: to do when you only have one Christmas album but it just seemed like she was everywhere this holiday season she
0: was yeah i'm more concerned about her not that it's any of my business but i'm just like girl take a nap please
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah what was i'm trying to remember what the text was that you sent me when you first told me about i think it was the the radio.com music festival i think yeah you just texted me and said sleep woman
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm exhausted just reading those tweets i'm like oh i know I'm like, I can't watch everything or I can't watch everything live. At least I'm, I'm so behind. Like, I'm just like, girl, yeah. like, but you know what? Do whatever makes her happy. But yeah, I don't, I don't know if we're going to get the burnout from her. I I hope not from like, I hope not too. people thinking that she's doing too much. Just maybe take a year off from the billboard Awards. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Or, and we've discussed this on the podcast yeah. before that we sort of think that it's time for, for maybe her to move on from the voice. Yes. Um, you know, I don't know what else the voice can do for her. I know she likes it. I know she likes working with artists and musicians and I get that, but, and I'm sure it's a very nice paycheck, but, uh, at some point you just got to say, all right, I want to do something a little bit different. And you know, <laughs> we're, It feels like she is constantly filming uh, seasons of The Voice at at any given time. Uh, All right. So is that pretty much does that cover her hosting everything other than our wish that she hosts SNL at some point?
0: Yeah, there might be a couple things that we probably miss, like some random one offs from the past. But I think those are like the relevant ones at the moment.
1: Yeah. Uh, And then uh, we've sort of touched a little bit on this is Kelly in competition shows. Uh, Obviously, you know, Idol is the first one that comes to mind. And that was sort of obviously our introduction tour. And then you've got, you know, a year later, you've got World Idol that she was a part of. And then she came back for a hot minute and was a mentor on American Idol. And then Canadian uh, Idol. Yeah. in Canadian Idol. And then she ended up on The Voice. And she's been doing that now for five seasons, has it been? Or or is she about to do her fifth season? What season
0: are they on right? What season did they just Uh, finish?
1: I I think it was 17, maybe
0: or 18. I don't know. It's been a, I know Brynn. She was, started on. Bryn, she started 13, right? 14. She started with Brynn. 14. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. It's been a few years.
1: <laughs> when you lose track of how many seasons of The Voice she's been on, that's when you're like, do you need to keep doing seasons of The Voice? <laughs> exactly. Like Blake Shelton lives at The Voice, and that's fine, and we get that, but let it become like the Blake and Gwen show.
0: That's fine by me. but some other cool things that she's done uh one of my favorites is she's done this twice is hollywood game night
1: yes she's awesome on that
0: she's freaking crazy in the best way possible um yes so much where she thought jane lynch hated her at one point
1: (laughs) (laughs) well it was the it was the second time she was on the show that she was a little like I mean, she had taken her like caffeine pills prior to being on the show because it was, it was one of the Je- one of Jennifer the Garner was like, Je- yeah, Jennifer Garner <laughs> was like, Kelly Clarkson is not messing around.
0: <laughs> she was like running through a ball pit. I remember. Yeah. And she was like, she is insane. Um yes. I always love those. I actually know a girl who it's like a friend of a friend who's like not a Kelly fan, really. But she messaged me after one of the Hollywood game nights. I think it was the first one. She's like Pam. I finally get why you're obsessed with her. <laughs> She's amazing. <laughs> I'm like, I know it's more than just the voice. It's also her her crazy personality. Um, I have
1: two. I have two game shows or or, or reality shows, if you will. Yeah. That I have always dreamed of being on. One of them is The Amazing Race, and the other one is is Hollywood Game Night. Yeah. I actually, I actually have the Hollywood Game Night home game
0: uh, really in my.
1: Them. Oh, yeah, they've got a Hollywood Game Night home game that uh, that that I own. And then at one point years ago, they actually had an Amazing Race uh, DVD home game that I also played. So that's if I I mean, forget about it, even if Kelly was on the uh, it was on the show. But, yeah, I would love to be on either one of those shows.
0: That'd be awesome. My other yeah. favorite one is the one that I the only one other one I can think of is when she, this was one of my favorites when she went up against Amy Schumer on Family Feud.
1: Oh, I forgot about this.
0: I love, obviously, I love Kelly. I love Steve Harvey, and I love mm-hmm. Amy Schumer. It was the yeah. trifecta for me. I was, and <laughs> I mean, it was a bummer that Kelly didn't win, but it was still yeah. great. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I had, I had the picture of the three of them on Family Feud as my Facebook cover photo for a while.
1: Yeah, And if you're going to talk about competition shows, then you have to mention the very first competition show where Kelly was not necessarily the primary contestant, although she was competing. And that was duets. This was the first time we got to see her sort of in a eh, I don't know if we call it a competition game show type of an atmosphere. This was back in 2012 and the whole premise of the show, if you didn't see it was that uh, she and three other artists, it was John legend, Jennifer Nettles and Ryan uh, Robin thick. They all went around the country looking for essentially singers who would serve as their duet partners for the show. And each of these celebrities picked out two people and Kelly's two people were Jordan Meredith and Jason Farrell. Now, the connection that we here at the podcast have with Jason is that Jason is the cousin of our friend Nettie who was on our fantasy draft show. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I remember during duets, we were all really, really excited for uh, not only for Jason, but for Nettie as well. But it obviously gave the fandom sort of a bit of a rooting interest for Kelly. Uh, And Jason actually ended up doing really well. He ended up placing third in the show overall. Uh, but that show, I believe it was only one season, and it ended up with Jennifer Nettles, both of her singers actually finished one and two uh in the show. uh John Legend actually did not do very well in the show. I was gonna His, say
0: I don't even remember think, who won
1: uh it was a guy by the name of J Rome,
0: oh, I remember him, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jay Ro- wow, I have not heard that in a minute. It was fun. Um, I know. Kelly got to, pre- basically the premise of the show was Kelly would perform with her contestants and hence duets, yep. but also, also the judges would perform with each other. And we're uh-huh. definitely going to do a duets episode at some point. Um,
1: yeah, we need to go back into the archives yeah. and find those episodes and watch them again.
0: Absolutely. But I love s- some of those performances. They're still really great.
1: They really are. And and I thought both Jason and Jordan were both really good singers. I thought Kelly made good choices. Um, so yeah, that was a fun show to watch. It's, uh, I can understand why it didn't last. Um, it was just a summer replacement series during 2012. I don't think that there was any real major talk about bringing it back for multiple seasons. It was only, I think it only lasted like eight or nine episodes. Uh, so there really wasn't much to it, but it was still a fun show to watch.
0: Fun fact: halfway through the show, Kelly dyed her hair. Um,
1: That's right. Threw I me off. That was crazy. Big, <laughs> yeah, that was a big thing for people.
0: And she's basically been blonde ever since. Pretty much. Now that I think about it.
1: Yeah, because yeah, you're right. She did start that show. Because isn't there one? Isn't there a really popular GIF of Kelly? That comes from duets and it's back when she's yes, when she slowly raises her hand and that's when she still has her like dark, like brown hair from it was, uh, the early. It was part, also the first the time show. we ever
0: saw Kelly throw a shoe at a at a contestant
1: <laughs> being like you're so
0: good. She just throws a shoe at them. Yeah.
1: All right. Let's uh, move on to uh, I, we need to talk a little bit about the Kelly Clarkson show just because it's sort of the the major elephant in the room when you talk about Kelly being on TV. Um, We are a year and a half-ish into the show, and, I mean, look, I will freely admit this. As as somebody who is a host of a Kelly Clarkson podcast, I don't watch the show every single day. Oh, same. And it's mostly mostly just because I just simply do not have the time to watch it. I do actually record it. Um, I have YouTube TV, which you can set a season pass for stuff, so I literally have nearly every single episode of the show recorded going back to season one. And so it's easy when somebody says, Hey, what was that episode with such and such? And I'm like, if you can give me a date range, I can find the episode and I can watch it start to finish. But uh, I mostly keep up like a lot of people do. I keep up with the clips on YouTube. Um, I, fo- I mean, I watch the Kelly Oki almost every day just because they serve that up on Twitter. And it's a very easily digestible thing that I can watch on the go. But otherwise, uh, I'm not usually able to catch the entire show. Um, I will say that as the show has moved and has gone through the progressions of the of the first year and, uh, or, and even the first few months of the new season, she is getting more and more comfortable. And I do really think now after seeing enough of the show, I kind of actually do think she might be the Ellen heir apparent. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I have the YouTube TV, although I have to talk to you because mine, I don't know what the season pass thing is that you have. I just okay. like record the show on Bravo. Cause like I, I it airs during work every day and I very re- rarely can actually watch it when it's live, but like right. it's deleted a lot of season one stuff that I'd never got to see.
1: Well, and I think it does like when they record stuff, they do put an expiration date on it yeah. and it's usually about like anywhere from eight months to a year. Um, so I guess, yeah, probably by now a lot of, the early episodes are probably gone yeah. off my
0: anyway. Off my yeah, I um, I need to catch up on some of the more recent stuff. But anyway, um, yeah, I definitely think that she could be the new decade of the Ellen kind of, sh- of 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 the Ellen show, kind of like the new yeah. version. Um, but it's not a carbon copy. Obviously, it's obviously it's right. it's a very one of a kind show. There's no other singers mm-hmm. out there who have this kind of variety show.
1: Yeah. And that's the great thing about it is that it is the closest thing to a variety show on TV than anything else. It's sort of what sets her apart from the Tamron Halls and the uh, Drew Barrymore shows and some of these newer shows that are coming out is that she really does have this different facet every day. And the Kelly Oake was I mean, that was probably the most genius thing they could have done, even though it was kind of also the most obvious thing they could do just because she is a singer. But she has had more viral moments from those Kelly Oake segments, which, of course, only bring more eyeballs to the show and bring more awareness to the show. Uh, so that was a genius move on their part. And it's just the fact that, you know, they, they come up with such quality covers each and every week or each and every day, I should say. Um, and so that's a credit to Kelly and to Jason and to the rest of y'all. Uh, it's, you know, a really great thing that they've got going. And then on top of it, she's starting to really branch out and do more of these sort of silly sidebar things that sometimes they're like web exclusives where, you know, she's playing, uh, eggnog, uh, beer pong, you know, with, (laughs) with an actor or, you know, she's even the stuff that she puts on Instagram where she's trying to do something or she's reading things you find that her personality comes out so much in those and it's so much fun. Um, You know, the, the one experience that I have of watching the show as it's being made, going into uh, the virtual audience that we've talked about before, um, you know, she really is a natural to this and she's gotten it down cold to where she can really just, it's not even the fact that she can turn it on because there are talk show hosts that are like that where they you know the camera light goes on and then suddenly they become another person you sometimes can't tell when the camera light has come on because she is the same person when the the cameras are off from when they're on and you've heard countless celebrities say that about her and so i think that that's one of the reasons why of many that people identify and can relate to and enjoy the show is because she is so approachable and down to earth and seems the most real out of all of these hosts.
0: I think you nailed it. I don't really know what else I can add to that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is there anything you would like to see uh, more of from her show?
0: I don't know. I mean, that's a great question. Um... Did she, I'm
1: assuming she, I mean, obviously the, the pandemic sort of halted, um, her ambush Christmas thing that she liked to do. Cause she was doing yeah. that for a long time and now I don't hear much about it. So obviously that's kind of not a thing right now.
0: Yeah, yeah no, I don't think they've, 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 they've done that in a couple months. Um, I don't know. They kind of cover everything. She's done the cooking stuff, which I think is hilarious. I mean, mm. maybe the only other thing I can think of is when they did this more, the very beginning of the show where they kind of do, um, on location stuff. Whether that's like visiting something or doing like a skit. Mm -hmm. That's maybe the only thing I can think of, but they've done it before. So it's not like it's something that's completely out of realm that they'll do in the future.
1: And I think also, you know, the pandemic had a lot to say about that. And, you know, that that sort of derailed the better part of her first season. And she sort of had to, you know, throw it up against the wall and figure out how they were going to do the show when she was up in Montana and then i I think one of the genius things again that they did with the show was during the pandemic when everybody else was off and they were running reruns, she had brand new episodes throughout the summer uh that were you know sort of hodgepodged together new content versus old content but you know she and the band were still doing karaoke segments and while everybody else is out there doing old stuff she had new fresh stuff coming in which i thought was really really smart on their part
0: yeah thank thank you zoom or what a skype or whatever they've they've been using it really yeah. it kind of saved them and it kind of set her apart like the fact that they were able to do you know six piece band stuff everyone being separate and editing all that together, that's incredible. And to do it in such that's a very, cool. very quick turnaround time. Yeah. With video and and audio.
1: Yeah. I mean that's that is no small feat. Um look, I you know, I'm the one that usually edits this podcast together, and I'm even like, oh god, every time we <laughs> I have to sit down and start, I'm just like, this is going to be a chore. I'm not putting together a five minute song, you know, for and that, national television. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I can't even imagine, but yeah, they they really have done a wonderful job. So that's a that's a credit to uh, to Kelly, to Jason, to Alex, and and the rest of the crew on that show. They they really do a great job. All right, I think we've covered pretty much everything. Kelly on TV, I think right? So. I, I think so. I hope so. I hope because so. if there's anything else, I feel like a bad fan for not knowing it. Um, all right. So let's go to Kelly at the movies. And this is obviously a much smaller pile of, of content to reach from. Uh, for, let's start first with her voice stuff, uh, meaning her voice acting stuff, because that's sure. this is another thing that she seems to be – doing more often than not. And, you know, we've most recently seen that when she was in the trolls world tour movie, uh, she did the ugly dolls movie, which, you know, unfortunately was not well received. So I think she didn't get a real big boost out of that. Cause I mean, she was essentially the star of that movie. And speaking of being the star, she also did the movie, which was more of the sort of religious Christmas film, the star, um I have to say that I have seen none of these movies.
0: I've I saw Ugly Dolls in the theaters and I was like the oldest one there that wasn't a parent. <laughs> <laughs> um No, I went with my mom. We really liked it. I thought it was really cute. Um I did not see the star. Um and
1: I t- saw it for sale at Target for 5 bucks.
0: <laughs> I probably still would not have purchased it.
1: i I can't remember what was she a like a donkey she played a horse i think a horse yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) and um (laughs) trolls i would have seen but it came out during the pandemic and you had to buy it on or rent it on your tv and like i didn't want to spend 20 bucks to for a trolls movie if i had kids maybe it'd be different so i'm like waiting for it to go streaming one day Same with The Star. I don't think it's streaming, but if those ever go up on streaming, let me know and that I'll finally watch them.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I haven't even watched the, and that's everybody tells me I'm missing out because I haven't seen the first Trolls movie, which apparently is really fantastic. And everybody loves the music. And my kid never got into the Trolls music. So we never had to, you know, listen to the Justin Timberlake song on repeat. (laughs) So I know very little about like the trolls movies themselves other than, you know, they're obviously very popular. Uh, But
0: I will say born, born to die that the the song that Kelly came out with for the movie. Oh my God. Like why does no one ever talk about it? It is so damn good.
1: You know, and it's funny. Nobody even mentioned it uh, last late last year when we did our fantasy draft, you know, that was a song that could very well have shown up and, You know, obviously it's not going to be a song that gets picked early on, but I mean, you know, if we'd have gone a couple more rounds deeper, I wouldn't have been surprised to see it. But yeah, it was very good.
0: So good. Like that easily could have been like on an album and like a solid album track. Anyway, I went a little off topic, but that's guys, we need to, we need to talk about Born to Die more. So someone talk (laughs) about it with me. It's so good.
1: (laughs) Um you know you you gave me a list of some of these uh, movies that she's been in and we and we talked about sort of the three big ones but there was another one that I didn't even know about this.
0: Wow, I'm te- I'm teaching this, Jeremy something for once.
1: <laughs> you are and I I felt like of course I immediately whenever I see something that you know Pam you know knows all of this stuff and I'm like wow I really should have known about that. I must have completely blocked out this whole Home for the Holidays movie that is apparently on Netflix. Yeah. And it's an it's an animated movie and I watched the preview for it and it looks awful. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks terrible.
0: If I could admit, okay, so I don't even remember when it came out, maybe 2016, 2017, 18, I don't know. But I watched it when it came out and that was it. It completely left my brain. I couldn't tell you the premise. Couldn't tell you who she played. But I know I watched it. <laughs> so that's yeah, how much I, of a lasting impression it had on me. But I think she was like one of the main characters.
1: I I think she was too. But I just. It's mm, on Netflix, it guys. Lets... So if you
0: want to check it out, you know, it's there.
1: <laughs> this is how much this movie has really, you know, <laughs> left an impression on us.
0: December 1st, 2017. Okay. So. Um,
1: I this I mean this came and went and I didn't even.
0: Oh, that's right. She did play herself towards the end. I think she definitely sings. Um. Oh
1: yeah, this just and I like I said I watched the preview for it and it was just woof
0: woof. There's I a mean, lot of other maybe have it on in the background. Yeah, you're like or not. Just,
1: just go to YouTube and type in Kelly Clarkson Home for the Holidays Netflix and try to just find the Kelly parts. Save yourself the time. All right. So before we get on to sort of the last piece of Kelly acting that we talk about, uh, Pam, do you have maybe like a list of some honorable mentions? Because I know that there is hundreds of credits to Kelly's name, but uh, we obviously don't have time to talk about every single one of them. But we're, what were some of the other ones that uh, were sort of floating out there?
0: Sure. So, yeah, she's done, a, she's done so much. So we, have, we are physically not able to mention every single thing that she's done um right the ones i have left are some appearances that she did as herself so she has her the first one i thought of was when she was on trisha yearwood's cooking show trisha's southern kitchen they did a cooking special together it's really cute Mm -hmm. they uh, not only cook but they just they talk they tell stories it's 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 a nice thing to watch um uh The spring, I believe, of 2020, she made a very brief appearance on Celebrity Escape Room, which um, was part of Red Nose Day, as was Hollywood Game Night. So that's just a little thing that she did. Um, She's also been a celebrity guest judge on Top Chef, as well as America's Got Talent, when she filled in for Simon Cowell. Um, She's done some... Christmas special appearances for Blake Shelton, Pentatonics, probably some other ones I'm not thinking of. Did John Legend have one?
1: I think he did. Yeah,
0: we'll throw that. Yeah, he
1: did. Yeah, he did a year or two ago. Was she in it? I don't remember, but let's just go ahead and say yeah, sure, sure. Why not,
0: (laughs) guys? There's so much, Um, and yeah, this
1: is a very well researched (laughs) episode, guys.
0: (laughs) We didn't do that badly. I mean, I'm, there's a lot of stuff that I'm sure people are like, wow, I forgot about that. I mean, I forgot about damage control. Come on. Yeah. I for- completely forgot about that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, those are a few of our honorable mentions. Again, we probably forgot some. That's okay. Um, but, yeah. But
1: I know everyone's, I know everyone is screaming oh. <laughs> for us to talk about the most obvious foray that Kelly did into acting. And that was the, uh, award-winning
0: Razzie (laughs) award-winning
1: Razzie award-winning I should say the Razzie award-winning from Justin to Kelly uh now we're not going to go too terribly deep into this movie just because we definitely want to do a full episode just about this movie but suffice to say uh this is where Kelly I think decided she really did not want to be an actor Um, You know, this is the famous contractually obligated film, and uh, I I really do think that it has reached cult status because it is, I think this movie, there are three movies that I think of that are punchline movies and movies that people always bring up every time they want to think of a big flop of a movie. There is, from Justin to Kelly, there is Glitter which was Litter. the Mariah Carey movie. And there is Geely, which was the Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez movie. What do they all have in common? They all have musicians in common. People need to stop putting musicians in movies. And they all came out think, right around
0: the same time, within like a couple yeah, of years I think of each a, other. I think,
1: a, I think a star is born is like the only exception <laughs> where it actually turned out to be a pretty decent and successful movie. But uh, yeah, this... Um, God, what what is there to say that we can do just briefly about? From Justin I mean, and Kelly that, I think uh, okay
0: her her acting is obviously not the most stellar. I think we can all fairly agree it's it's good. You know, it's it's I've, I've seen a lot worse, but it's fine. It's fine. I think she would have done a lot better of a job had the script actually been decent and the writing. Oh, it's
1: it's it's god awful.
0: Like the one line, <laughs> this wasn't just... even her line, but the one line that always makes me just cringe was when oh god i forgot her i forgot how many times have i seen this movie and i can't remember the character's name um it's not it's not alexa it's not alexa it's the other friend
1: oh gosh i don't remember
0: because she's such like a minor role but oh man what's her name and i forgot the the guy that she dates as well like that that little storyline i just always tune out you know who I'm talking about. Let me pull
1: about. up all the let me pull up all the cast member names okay. here. So we've got Kelly and Justin. We've got Alexa, Kaya. Kaya,
0: thank you, Kaya. That's it.
1: Yes. I was like, I kn- And then we've got uh we've got Brandon and Eddie. I
0: was gonna say, like, I know Coop, the actress who plays Naya, I forgot her exact name. I know there's like something rose in her name. Um
1: yeah, it's Anika Noni Rose. She's
0: like been very successful. Like she's been on I think Broadway. She or she's been in like she's been in like a lot of good stuff. Sadly, so you're
1: saying that from Justin to Kelly was not the boat anchor to her career.
0: <laughs> it might not be, but the one line in that movie that really irks me is like when she's like, "Heck or hell," I say hell all the time, and I'm just like, "Oh my god, who thought of this writing?" <laughs> like I remember first watching that as like an 11 year old, and I was like, "God, why is this line in the movie? that's so corny." Like as you know, as a child, I'm like, "Just say hell, my god." Um,
1: Well, and it's, yeah, never mind the fact that there's supposed to be these like college age people on spring break or whatever. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah,
0: I don't know. There's a lot about this movie. Um,
1: It's very wholesome of you.
0: Yeah. I mean, and yet there's a whipped cream bikini contest. Go figure. Um, (laughs) I don't know. It's, it is what it is. It's also
1: funny to, it's also funny to go back and watch the movie from the perspective of the modern day where the technology is so hilariously bad i owe
0: you a burger um,
1: oh god i mean that's <laughs> that was probably all that was also one of your uh cover photos one of your facebook cover photos yes. yeah because I, I remember scrolling by that one yeah but yeah it's uh it's it's bad but it's like so bad it's good and i think you know because we look through clarkson tinged glasses we're able to forgive a lot about this movie and we just like it because Kelly's in it and it's something Kelly related. And it is, it is seriously going to follow her, her whole career. But I think that the further along that she gets the sort of funny, charming and more endearing it becomes because every actor. And again, Kelly's not trying to be out there being an actor, but every actor has that one movie that was just Ridiculously bad and a total Bomb and every one of them Gets forgiven for it you know I mean I think probably I think uh, you know of those Three movies that I mentioned earlier I Think I think from Justin to Kelly would Come in third as far as Movies that the actors In which were not forgiven For quite some time Um, You know thank goodness that Kelly had a music Career to fall back on Um, that, you know, obviously outshined her acting career. So that movie could be more easily forgotten and just, you know, brought up every once in a while as a punchline. But, you know, Mariah Carey really got a serious career adjustment because of glitter. And, you know, it glitter had its own issues because glitter came out on, well, the album itself came out on September 11th, 2001. So that was already, that was already just bad timing. Uh, and then the movie, you know, was around that sort of same time, and no one's really in the mood for that kind of stuff. And and on top of it, it was a bad movie. And then, you know, Gili really sort of derailed Ben Affleck's, specifically Ben Affleck's career for a while, uh, just because it was so bad. And, you know, they say that, you know, that movie is a big contributing factor as to why he and Jennifer Lopez broke up. Jennifer's career,
0: like her acting career did fantastic after that though. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. She continued to actually do better. And I mean, you know, Geely is her from Justin to Kelly. I mean, it's, it's just the way that it is, you know, then she, you know, goes on and has, you know, movies that, you know, either were or really should have been nominated for some major awards. Um, So, yeah. So I think that, you know, as the years continue to go on, we will, continue to look more fondly back on from Justin to Kelly. And I do think that the film and the music from it deserve better in that. I think they deserve to have like a re-release, like from Justin to Kelly needs to be available um, on all platforms, DVD, Blu-ray, streaming it needs to be on netflix or you know hbo max or something uh the soundtrack album deserves to be released i don't
0: justice for that out that 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 soundtrack the music is actually really good that's a
1: hill we will actually be willing to die on but uh... except
0: i will hope that they will omit um alexa's i want to wish upon a star oh it's bad oh it's It's so so bad bad. that's the worst song in the whole movie i
1: mean that's legit like bad bad (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. But the rest of the, uh, the rest of the songs, let's, let's do it.
1: All right. Uh, so I, I don't want to go too much further into Justin to Kelly. I want to save something, uh, for when we eventually get to talking about that movie on an entire episode of the podcast. So I think we've done it. There you go. There is your look at Hollywood Kelly, uh, over the course of her last 18 years. Um, I'm sure that we're going to have more, there's going to be more, uh, specials that she's going to show up. She's going to host a dozen more things. She's going to probably end up guest starring on some shows. But I think the big takeaway is that most, if anything that you take away from this episode, we need to have Kelly as the dual musical guest and host of SNL.
0: Yes. I don't know where we need to start this petition, but we need to do it.
1: Yes. Yeah. NBC. I know you're listening.
0: Yep. Nothing but Clarkson. (laughs) You better get her on there. Yes.
1: That should actually be a skit in and of itself in the episode. <laughs> yes. Is that Kelly just basically takes over NBC. She dresses up she
0: okay, so she either acts as Jack Donaghy who for those who don't know was on 30 Rock, he was like the head of uh-huh. of NBC. So she either needs uh-huh. to be Jack or she just dresses up as a peacock. <laughs> <laughs> One of those two will prove that she is the star of NBC.
1: Yes. All right. There you go. There is our uh, first episode in the can for 2021. Thank you so much uh, to everybody who has been listening and we are so excited for a new year of podcasts. And we're so glad that you are along for the ride with us. Uh, Have a very happy new year and all the best uh, for health and happiness to every one of you uh, in 2021. And uh, we hopefully will be talking to lots more of you.
0: Yeah, exactly what Jeremy said. Um, We hope you have a great, well, Right now it's a few days after the new year but we're hoping you have a great 2021 and uh we're really excited for all new episodes of Miss Into Podcast this season. Um next week we're going to be doing a episode of our favorite and what we think are the best Kelly live performances. So, Oh man. Stay tuned for that. It's a very I know that sounds very very broad, but we're going to try to – Very daunting. Very, yeah. I'm like, oh, God, that's a lot of research. But it'll be fun because we get <laughs> to go down the YouTube rabbit hole and watch hours yes. of live performances. Um, so we're really looking forward to that. And as always, you can tweet, um, DM, whatever at um, on Instagram or Facebook at Miss Into Podcast, and email us podcast at gmail.com. You can rate us, review us, write something really nice on Apple Podcasts. That definitely helps us. And Mm -hmm. that's really about it. Um, We will talk to you all next week and uh, hope you have a good one. Bye.
1: Have a good week, everybody. Bye. You've been listening to Miss Indie
0: Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. Miss Indie Podcast was written and produced by Jeremy and Pam. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you'll be the first to know when a new podcast is posted. Continue the conversation by following the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Miss Indie Podcast. Send us your questions and comments to missindiepodcast at gmail.com.